Welcome to the RC Roundtable, where we are guaranteed 100% virus-free. Welcome to the RC Roundtable podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more. And Fitz turns around. And this is how we go live. Fitz is somewhere. <laughs> He's planning a dramatic entrance. The chair slowly He's spins. Digging up another plastic model to work on while we're talking. We'll, just, we'll see him doing this uh, the entire time. Yeah, it's worse. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> Welcome to the RC Roundtable, where we are guaranteed 100% virus-free. Hello? Yeah, yeah, we're with you. <laughs> How long have you been planning that little stunt? Oh, about 20 minutes. Oh, Lee has one too. I feel left out. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, nobody go near Terry. <laughs> That's <laughs> Lee and I, we're, we're guaranteed not to have anything. So you yeah. go next to yeah. this guy or this guy? <laughs> Terry is the. the oh, <laughs> Oh boy! I don't know. I don't know if mine says COVID compliant. No. Hey everyone! Hi. All two people who have joined us so far, who have been party to that comedy act. Well, we were late <laughs> again. Late by, by one minute. Mm, sometimes makes all the difference. Oh, so you're saying we lost 500 viewers because yep, of that they word? were just waiting. <laughs> just waiting. Yeah. Yes. So Fitz, kick it off. All right. You're the guy. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling a little sniffles now. Took what? off the mask. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> All right. Joking aside, everybody. Hello. Welcome to RC Roundtable Live. Yay. Yes, we're live on Friday afternoon. Since we're all stuck in the house, we're mm. all forced to work from home, basically, like probably a lot of you watching. Uh, so we thought, hey, why not have a live broadcast since we're all kind of hanging around, not doing much, mostly. So uh, don't think we have a whole lot to plan for today. We're just going to kind of wing it like we normally do. Yes. Freeform Friday. Freeform Friday. <laughs> That's what you get when you watch us live. We have no clue what we're doing, even more so than usual. <laughs> or hey. less so. I have, way, guys. have a list of stuff we could talk about, but I just wanted to see what you guys yeah. are That's not toilet paper, is it? Can't waste that. I'll, I'll save it, though. <laughs> It'll hold my emergency stash. The answer is not yet, but it will be. Speaking of emergency stash, apparently my family, my wife, I, or somebody's been stashing toilet paper that I wasn't aware of. Nice. I mean, they always have a good stock because she just buys it in bulk whenever it's on sale. But I was like looking somewhere, I was like, why is there toilet paper here in the food pantry? <laughs> <laughs> start to finish. Right Maybe you should start hiding some in your model airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Triple their value, wouldn't it? <laughs> hey, I have a technical question for you guys. Yeah. Are we going to record locally? Because the last time we did this, it wasn't necessarily the best audio. Just wait for that now. Well, cut no, off the right No, we're good. Like no, the first five minutes is, you know. Yeah, that. fine. Okay. So, so George is here. George, how's our audio sound? Do we sound pretty good? Let's see what he says. It'll take, what, five minutes for the transmission right. to get out to them and then back to us? <laughs> All right. Stuart's here. Hey, Stuart. 
and Space Bike Pete. <laughs> That's a great Space name. Bike. <laughs> no, it's Back Bike. Delta Dart. All right, we got some. <laughs> this will be the biggest viewing we have because everybody's stuck at home. <laughs> well, that was the idea, wasn't it? Yeah. Everybody's uh, blinking their eyes. SOS. Steven says it's good. <laughs> hey, and while I have some of you here, and I'll repeat it again near the end of the show, uh, guys, we are doing this show live on Facebook and YouTube. We're using the new StreamYard app, which is great. We've we've really enjoyed it. We definitely worth the, the money since we've lost Google uh, Hangouts. And there is a subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Please click the subscribe button, and next to it is the little bell. And if you click the bell, and I think it's like all or all the time or some kind of notice, let me, I don't know what it says, but click the bell, make sure you, you get a notification every time we go live, because sometimes we just go live for the heck of it. And we'd love for you guys to be a part of our show. So make sure you subscribe to our channel and we'll keep, uh, I, I have a feeling that we'll be doing more of these. <laughs> this is how we're going to be able to interact with our fellow RC buddies. All right. So what's on your little list there? Uh, well, that was number one, the subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, I was going to ask you guys, what's your work schedule like now? What do y'all, how is this uh, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, Chinese virus, Wuhan, uh, this the secondary flu, how is it treating you and how are you working from home? Well, my kids are off of school until at least April 20th, starting this week. So they've been home all week and I've been working from home all week. So, uh, you know, I pictured Ooh. that as being easier than it has been but it's actually a little bit of a challenge for me because I don't have all the tools that I would have in the office, um, but I'm getting through and it's fine. And uh, my wife has been home sick all week. So yeah, I've been her butler as well. So not much RC time with all that going on. Oh, Jeeves. Yeah. How about you, Fitz? Uh, pretty similar. Uh, my wife works for the school system, so she's off off. And I've been mandated to work from home. I started this week. So, uh, although from lately, from what I've been doing at work, it's not a big change, but mainly uh, answering emails and attending various <laughs> meetings. So it's basically glued to the phone and glued to the computer. So I, I, saw, I saw a great joke, Fitz, that said, it's amazing how many uh, people have realized meetings can be handled by emails now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had a couple. It started off working from home uh, this week with all day telecon meeting. I mean, just, just fortunately I had some headphones sticking the cell phone and just, you know, lie back in my jammies. In the <laughs> <office. laughs> Do they have video or is it audio only? It's mainly audio. We did have one meeting today with uh, just a project meeting and uh, people accidentally turned on their video. So, so a bunch of people just faces like in their oh, jammies. Yeah, well, fortunately, it was just yeah. mainly talking heads, but it's still funny to say, hey, you know, hey, no, 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 no video needed, but uh, we've like, been many experimenting with. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what your house looks like. Oh, it's <laughs> like a wall. Uh, so it, they've been experimenting You've with. You've got some a lot of toilet paper back there, you hoarder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back. Oh, don't look at that. <laughs> so generally, it's been going not too bad. Uh, what really helped was uh, I was able to hook up an extra monitor to my computer because at work, I have three monitors, technically speaking. Yeah. And that's become really convenient for pulling up different documents and stuff like that at the same time. And on when I, take, I have a laptop, so I take a laptop home, and it's just one tiny little monitor. It's like, uh, right. yeah, that's so been I, my bottleneck as well. Yeah, so I was able to, I had an old monitor at least 
I could hook that up to the laptop. So I have two monitors, which it's still not as great as three, but still a lot better than that one little one. And so that helped a lot. And so I, my chair is more comfortable here at home, though. I'll have to say that. <laughs> and I can you know, shut a room. Oh, I can watch TV, too, at the same time now. What I'm working. Oh, don't, don't, don't tell the boss of that. Yeah, I'm sure that's very efficient. <laughs> Yeah, so it's I, I'm basically working in my office, home office, and I do video editing and play video, video games and that kind of stuff that I usually do. So, all right. Me. Well, what about you, Lee? Same old, same old. My kids are at home. We're we're trying to homeschool. I just I have got to say I've loved. I've been entertained by social media just with the memes that are coming out about homeschooling. Yeah. <laughs> <And they're, laughs> <laughs> like teachers definitely be need to be paid more. <laughs> you know, it's like, I think mine, uh, some of my favorites was like, it's amazing how we brought spanking and prayer back into schools. <laughs> and uh, I, I, belt. Yeah. well, today I mentioned, it's like, it's so nice to see that we have uh, uh, wood metal and auto shop back in, in school. Cause I'm trying to get my kids to do all these things and they don't get to do it at school. So I'm, I'm the one who gets to be the, the, the work, the, the shop so, teacher. So is that true that shop class is gone from a lot of schools? A lot of schools don't do shop classes. It's liability. Really? Wow. I was the best part of that school when I was yeah, in like right. middle school stuff. Yeah. I now for that 3D stuff. printing. What's up with that? Uh, you you push your button and you hope it prints out. You yeah. know, all kinds of neat stuff. Even whole mech was pretty neat. Got to cook all kinds of neat stuff and make a uh, whipped cream and what do know who's what. <laughs> so <laughs> RC related. And yeah. <laughs> I hope this is entertaining to you guys. Um, but today I had Austin in the workshop and I said, you know what today you're doing? You're cleaning your side of the workbench. Now mine has been cleaned very well today. So I've told him, I said, that's your project I said, but Friday is going to be our workshop day. I so said, he just shoves it all to your side. <laughs> well, I told Clean. him, no, I should just put up a wall there. <clears throat> but I told him, I said, I think what I want to do with you on Fridays is that we're going to work in the workshop, no computers. We're going to do hands-on stuff. And so I told him today to make me a list of the things he needs to finish his Grand Cruiser that oh, we yeah. have for our friend Ben. <clears throat> and Fitz, you saw the quality of work Ben put in that cruiser, right? <clears throat> Do you, you saw the, the Grand Cruiser we had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah does, that's going to be really nice when it's done. Yeah, he then just did an amazing job you know, filling all that foam and, and wet sanded it. So anyway, we're, we're going to attempt to, do, to finish it. And he, you know, Austin's real excited. So I said, you know, give me a list of what you need. We're going to clear off the table in the garage. You know, we're going to set you up. You know, we already got the paint. <laughs> we bought a buttload of paint because I just know something's going to go wrong. Uh, but anyway, so it's like he and he was on it. He was like, OK, I'm going to get it done. So I'm looking forward to shop class on Friday yeah. on Fridays with Austin. So uh, but other than that, uh, we're trying to get the kids to, you know, stay on schedule. It's hard. I mean, it, it, it sure things will it's a little tough now because we're not sure where things are going with school. Um, but I, I, one thing that's been fun is that my youngest, his, one of his teachers, one of his favorite teachers has set up zoom classes. Hmm. I'm not familiar with it, but uh, he didn't have a video camera on his computer. So he's kind of like depressed. He saw all his classmates on video cameras during the, the session. But uh, I, I had to set up a GoPro seven for him. So I think Austin's going to do that today while we're in, on this little session, but you know, he's all excited. He's excited to go see his friends and to interact with them. So I think that's hopefully something that the teachers will start doing is work to do these zoom classes or, you know, Skype or whatever to get the kids motivated to be back in class. so to speak. That's funny. Uh, up until just a few days ago, we were telling everybody to put tape over your cameras so that people can't spy on you. Now we're intentionally setting up these conferences. Yep. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, but I'm, you know, I don't know if anybody else is here who wants to chime in, just text us a message, how things are going. I like what well, space bike Pete, he said he, they already homeschool. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to call you Pete. Uh, a friend of mine also has homeschooled her kids. And I tell you, I, I don't think I've had a lot of appreciation for the homeschooling. Actually, I have two friends that do it on how much effort it does to keep them on schedule. And I hope I'll get there. I'm sure it was, it's always bumpy to start, but Man, I'll tell you, I, I think this is a wake-up call for a lot of us to to realize those who teach, <laughs> those who try to wrangle kids, especially today. Like when we were kids, you know, you never you, you never wanted to act up and get in trouble. You knew that, that there was a paddle above our principles. To, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> with you know, worn you, edges. <laughs> with holes in it, you know. Yeah, and nail, uh, well you, used. So I, I really, I think this is a weird thing, but it's it's I've got a lot more respect for the teachers that are having to deal with it. So, uh, you know, my kids are good. They're, they're going to try to keep up, but you know, I will admit Austin's having more fun, you know, playing video games and stuff. So I've got to, I got to curtail that. But anywho, the problem with my kids, anytime they're out of school for more than a couple of days, they turn nocturnal (laughs) 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 and then sleeping in later. So I got to put the hammer down and get them out of bed in the morning. (laughs) The con feral. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of changes of schedules, kids are out of school or we're, we're back home. How is this affecting your workbench? And that's where I think we're going to have a lot of fun today because I'd love to get some more interaction with those who are on our show right now. we got about 20 people watching. Um, you know, <laughs> what are you doing for the workbench core, uh whatever we're going to call this thing, the virus? You know, Most people you- should have more time now, right? Exactly. I would, I would think so. I'm uh, well. I don't know if you saw my joke earlier. I said, you know, instead of having a baby boom, we're gonna have a model airplane boom. Right. <laughs> we're gonna have, you know, thirty or forty kits getting run at your workshop this year. Yeah, this should be a good spring. Well, I mean, and behind me, I've got three planes. I'm gonna be actually four planes. I'm gonna be working on. So I don't know what yeah. you guys have. I'll, I'm gonna chat with you guys first. So Terry, well, what do you think you'll be working on? Well, it's gonna remind you that a friend of ours mentioned that they've seen a spike in sales in the last couple of weeks. So presumably that's from people doing more stuff in the workshop, but I'm a bad example because I haven't done anything else other than, can you see this? I'm trying to do this in the mirror here up oh, this side. Can you see that? I see something. Yes. Yeah. Shark, shark mouth. Yeah. The um, that's the mamba. Is that the oh wow? Did you do that or did he? No, no. My fingerprints are on it, but only because I've flown it and helped him get it finished. Don't but yeah, me. Mark, Mark did the um mamba and where's the wing? The wing is yeah, you gotta show that wing. Get out of your yeah. chair and show the wing. He stole my idea. No, no, no. He perfected your idea. Oh. <laughs> so it's hard to do here. I'm going to cover up my face. So that's that a bonus. Is cool looking. But yeah, he sealed and painted the ribs back here and then covered it with clear. And there are LEDs in it. Oh, yeah. And there's LEDs. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, let's wow. see. He, he cut out. his own graphics, I think. I believe he cut these. <laughs> and he um, cut Miller's own wood. <laughs> he could have chopped down the tree. So. <laughs> anyway, so it's finished. It's beautiful. We've flown it. We've gone out with it twice now, and I don't want to give too much away because I just turned in the article a couple of days ago, so no spoilers. But I will say that it wasn't one of those that was a perfect flyer right off the bench. 
we had to do some tweaking to get it trimmed out and do a couple things. And I've actually done a couple tweaks since the last flight uh, that I think will make it even better. But by the time I landed it for the last time on this uh, second outing, I was happy with the way it was flying. So, Lee, I think you're going to like it. Well, I, it's on my workbench. Yeah. And interesting to note that, you know, this is the one that's designed for the running gear of an apprentice. There's actually a fair amount of headroom in that setup. So you're not stuck with the stock prop or even a three cell battery. We went up to a 12.8 on that. I think it comes with an 11.8, went up to a 12.8, still within spec for the ESC, but you're getting almost 100 watts more. And you can go to a four cell battery. And we were using... I think uh, an 11.7 on four cells, still under 30 amps for the ESC and getting right up 400 watts. And you know, that makes a difference because I think the stock system's around 250. Isn't that what you measured on yours the other day? Yeah, about 250. Yeah, so from 250 to 400 is a significant difference. And, uh, for a plane like the Mambo, where you want a little bit more oomph, you've got the headroom there to get it. So cool. yeah, keep that in mind when you do yours. And there's plenty of uh, clearance for the bigger prop, too. Have Five you started? <laughs> no, I haven't started yet. What, did you even open the box? And... Yeah, it's right there. Remember I told you I pulled the plans, uh, the instructions, oh, that's right. I read the instructions, and now i got to find out where I left them. Right. <laughs> I hope someone didn't use them for toilet paper. Right. I don't think I we're think that you... desperate. <laughs> I think they're online. <laughs> I might put that. Yeah. So, uh Glenn's asked if we want to talk about the new Hangar 9 Carbon Cub, the new oh, big one. Big one. Uh, First, I've heard of it. That just was announced. I saw it a day or two ago, and it's big. I just don't know. Glenn, I don't know enough about it yet, so I think we'll have to pull that up on our next recorded episode, which we will be releasing a an audio, I mean, along with this one. We'll do this to audio, too. But we'll release a podcast because we have uh, an interview with Tyler Dobbs from the AMA who's also involved with the uh, Model Aviation Political Action Committee. So we have some audio from there. We're going to mix with another show, and then maybe we'll read up on that cub and and give our impression. Right now, it's just one big cub. Anybody know the price on that thing? I haven't even seen the price. I just saw the picture of the guy standing behind it. I think it's like 1800 bucks. Wow. Yeah, but it's 165 inches, according to what Glenn said. So that's yeah. 200 cc. Holy mother. <laughs> And also, just so you know, someone mentioned about Motion's uh, show. I'm pulling up Motion RC's. Oh, yeah. This was a big That's right now. Right? Yeah. And I'm, a th I'm guessing from what I'm looking at the YouTube video right now, it appears to be a battleship. <laughs> a flying <laughs> battleship? Oh, a huge boat. No, it's a huge boat. Again, the boats now? Yeah. It's a huge destroyer type ship. I don't know. Let's see so if I can pull it. Can you, that's uh, what I'm seeing. Can you share can you it? Uh, can I share it? Um yeah. It's the USS Missouri. The Mighty Mo. Yeah. Can you, it, can you screen capture? Uh, let me see if I can. Hold on. Let me go back to you guys. Thank and you. let me do a share. I'm, I was still learning. While this. you're looking, I want to point out that Jason Klein said we're all touching our face. And I noticed that <laughs> early on. So just make it a drinking game. Anytime one of us touches our face, do a shot. Hey, my oh, hands are clean. I'm always touching my face. I don't know. Is that, is that showing the screen? Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. That, so. The 200 scale USS Missouri. Okay. So there you go. That's what it seems to be showing. I'm not going to play the video, but there's there's some of the decal work. I mean, the decal. Wow. Model Is there work. a size? Uh, 200 scale. 200. Well, okay. So it's probably going to be about 
48 it seems like they're doing a lot of boats but anyway this this i don't know that's all i'm seeing is that this huge this what if it's a basically a scale model because if 200 scale is known for some scale models i wonder if that's from one of the uh plastic model companies hmm. anyway it's still nice 200 yeah easily motorize that rc it very nice delta dart says they're bancroft boats bancroft hmm so is the announcement that they are that is it that boat or that they've taken over another company? They're probably just, importing it. Maybe that's what it is because that you know they there were some other boats in the video, or just that they have more boats than they used to, or boats at all. <laughs> yeah, they, they used to have boats. <laughs> Going back to what they were saying. Bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be it, weird uh, when I touch your face though. <laughs> Get some back. So yeah. Uh, you know, talking about supplies, uh, you know, Motion RC is, you know, big supplier getting stuff from China and that, you know, there's been some delays. Anybody seen a delay in shipping when getting stuff that you've ordered? Have you ordered anything recently? Order things. Yes. Yeah. Who does that? No. Because I was, I've I was thinking. All like, I need right here. <laughs> well, it's like, what are the yeah. things you'd need to, to be hunkered down? You know, you're talking Besides toilet paper, I thought one or one or two of the model companies said they may experience some delays, um, yeah. but uh, I haven't really ordered anything. I've ordered some a few things off of Amazon, and that they do seem to be a couple of days slower than usual. Right. And um, I can't mm -hmm. mention where I work yet, or I'm not prepared to reveal where I work yet. But I can say that a lot of our production is slowed down because our raw materials are being held yeah. up from China. I think the elephant in the room would be lipos. You know, I don't know if you guys have bought new lipos or were lipos, but see, to me, this is the time if you're thinking about making changes in your shop and your orders, like, you know, you obviously want to stock up on CA and stuff like that to help you build. Um, but, and I know we've had a run on balsa wood, but with lipo batteries mainly coming out of China, it's like, I've never had the need or desire to really care for my lipos beyond, you know, average <laughs> just make sure it's charged then to start balance charging all these suckers or not balance charging with uh, storing go to the store voltage uh, what do you call it storage storage voltage is that right storage charge or mm -hmm. whatever it is you know making sure that they're all balanced at what 3.7 is that the right eh, ish 3.8 so yeah, everybody's good balanced uh storage charge well i mean i just have a lot of batteries that are in some ammo cases back here that i don't use all the time they're larger batteries from like my cz cub and stuff okay. and and i don't know where i've left them so now I, i've just had this desire to put my chargers on the table and just go through them one at a time but all yeah, you should do that batteries on the left and run them through oops, excuse me run them through you know storage yeah that yeah. i i periodically do that it's a good idea just to don't, don't wait too long to do that. Well, you just you do, I mean, at this at this juncture, we don't know how long it might take to get stuff. Yeah. And with the the fight we might be having with China as far as who's who's to blame for all this, uh, you, if you're flying electric, <laughs> I'm waiting for the Globe people to come in and say, "See." <laughs> Speaking of Globe, there's a pending question. So finish your topic here, and we'll get to well, it. Well, I think I think the PSA would be if you are flying electric. And you haven't made that effort to to check the storage voltage of your batteries just to do it now. Uh, try to try to keep those batteries in good shape so they're not puffing and all that jazz. I know I know from experience that those nanotech batteries that I bought in the past, if I've left them fully charged, like if I went if I charged them and went to go fly and I didn't use that particular battery, if I've left it sit for several months, that sucker is going to puff on me. Oh, for sure. Any battery will do that. Yeah. So I just need to do a better job of 
after coming back from the field, running that uh, balance charge. Yeah. So, but to the counterpoint to stuff coming from China is there are still some U.S. manufacturers who aren't dependent on China. So you have well, options there too. And, so, and hopefully there's a good storage, you know, good stock of those. Um, and I know, I mean, Motion RC would be one of those companies I'd be, I would love to inquiry and say, hey, you know, how, how are your sales doing? Do y'all have a pretty good supply? You know, which place, which place do you have a lot of that you're willing to just <laughs> discount? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't think we're ready for this segue, but I was referring to Dubro, who makes all their stuff in-house in Illinois. So they're not really directly affected by imports. Of course, you know, there's other stuff going on that affects them. But uh, from what I know, they're still pumping stuff out and still have stock. So we, we aren't as dependent on China for everything. Well, tr true. But I think lipos would be the one. That would be the one. Yeah. Right, so there was a pending question about Glow down there. Um, that's that. probably a good one for you, Fitz. Uh, he was asking if there's any additives that are good to use. Or, that's not the exact question. Let's scroll up here. Hey, Brian McLeod is here. Hi, Brian. Uh, yeah, I saw the, the message. Yeah, fuel additives, gumming and Glow engines. I don't recall ever really hearing about additives for to prevent gumming. Uh, usually the gumming is the, the sort of caster that's stuck in there that hasn't burnt out and sort of gums up after a while. Uh, I don't think it's as prevalent with synthetic fuels. Normally what people do is just run the, the, the engine dry. You know, when you <coughs> flying for a day, empty the tank, run all the fuel out, make sure it's really dry, the engine doesn't run anymore, and then oil it up with some sort of after-run oil, mystery, marble mystery oil or whatever, and then leave it at that. Uh, I don't know, or maybe use some WD-40, then oil it up, but I don't recall ever really hearing any additives. If you guys ever heard that, I don't... Not an additive, but I'm with you. I'm going to actually share a window right now. Uh, this is the stuff that, you know, yeah. I've used before is after run oil. So I'm not sure there's anything. I mean, if you're running it through, the oil in the in the mix is already doing its job. But this is the stuff that tries to keep it from turning into molasses, if you let the engine sit for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Jim says uh, lighter fluid too, as well. Uh, okay. Ooh, lighter fluid. Yeah. Lighter fluid ooh, ooh. yeah. <laughs> Don't run the engine on lighter fluid. How about vodka? That's a glow. Yeah. I imagine lighter fluid uh, really dissolves the, the gunk and then evaporates real quick. But uh, yeah. Uh, but always oil it after. For some old, what I've done with older engines, say if I have one that's not in a plane, is uh, I'll. Uh, put it in a Ziploc bag after oiling it up. Oh, uh, keep it that way. My dad used to do that. Yeah, but I'm not sure that helped because my Sato 45 that you know I rebuilt that was still in that bag and it was pretty darn sticky. Oh, <laughs> it well, didn't clean it that well. <laughs> yeah, don't let it some years. Hey, the, the, uh, you know what? I had another screen up that I wanted to show. This is for those of you who don't know our famous guy right here, but Fitz has a, a YouTube channel. Called Hobby View. You see that, guys? Yeah, what a terrible picture. I need to change that picture. It's time to change it. Uh, which it came was... first, Hobby View or the podcast? Uh, Hobby View. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look right it's here. Grandfathered in then. We subscribe to it and just make sure you click that bell where it says Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Okay. So subscribe to Hobby View and yes. RC Roundtable and make sure you click that bell so that when he comes out with some new fun videos and hopefully 
the video of the Hellcat flying soon. <laughs> but how many watches does that have so far? How many views? Which oh, one? his uh, the Hellcat. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, what? what uh, two? 40, 64,000. Holy crap, really? Uh, and that's 40. in less than a week, right? Yeah. That's pretty good for okay. RC standards. Well, something happened. Something clicked with YouTube, and their algorithm gods shined upon me. And it was a P47 video that really took off. The P47 build, right. somehow that started popping up in everybody in their second cousin's uh, <laughs> page. And I saw a spike. I was like, what the heck is going on? And all these comments started appearing. You know, like, I don't, what? <laughs> and so I even asked, I, I posted a question to people. I said, you know, why Why did you find this page? And he said, well, just your video just started popping up. I said, okay. And not only that, people liked it. Yeah. I said, hey, that's I looking through your comments, you can usually expect the comments on any video to be about 25% from people living under rocks, but all yeah. of yours seem to be positive and supportive. Mostly. There are, a, there's a few outliers, of course, being the internet, you're always going to have some outlier comments. Uh, there's been several that I thought were kind of funny. They're like, you didn't build that, you just put it together. Mm. And <laughs> several of those that are like, did you even look at my channel? There's one right. guy who really got kind of ornery, and I posted several links of me building planes from scratch, and he hasn't responded, so uh, I thought that was funny. Um, uh, is that our page? Are you showing our no, this, radiation? This is radiation page. This is your goal right there. <laughs> yeah, half a million views. This darn B2 video has just caught fire on me, but I have 586,000 views. That's, that's amazing. On that B2. <laughs> that's like, I don't get it. And that but was it, a spike. It wasn't a steady increase, right? Yeah, it's still, no, it's still climbing. Well, Which, yeah. Yeah, good. So well, it's much better. Radiation is my channel. Make sure you subscribe and click the bell. <laughs> click the bell. Radiation. I think you got some more videos in work too, don't you? RC, yeah. And then, well, this is our. Channel, I can't yeah. do here. This is ours. Look, we're live. Yeah, can I hire you to do my uh, flash graphics? <laughs> sure. But just so y'all know, we've got you know several of us. I think Terry doesn't have one quite yet, but he does a lot of writing. So we what a YouTube channel? Yeah, yeah. You have one. I've had one forever. I haven't updated it in over a year. Well, there you but go. I've got one. It's funny that I get just as many new subscribers now as I did when I was adding new content, which is kind of funny. But yeah, I'm right. thinking about closing it down. So back to new comments. So do 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 WD forty. Yeah, George Wilson makes a good point. I, I also made the same point, but I didn't do it as, as strongly as he did. WD forty is great for loosening things and uh, as a rust inhibitor and degunking, but it's not a lubricant. So whenever you use WD forty, always use oil afterwards. Water dispersion. Yes, water displacement, right? Formula like forty. Water displacement, not dispersion. Yeah, yeah it's supposed to. Yeah, it's not lubricant. So what did, what is your lubricant of choice? Careful, Terry. <laughs> See, <laughs> it's an inside joke. Terry deserves that. Mine, mine. This is. I think you're, I'm going to show you my preferred lubricant. You ready, Terry? I can't wait. I this very vintage can of Marvel Mystery Oil. This mm. is a collector's item, man. I don't remember the price on this. Is two dollars and thirty nine cents from what it cost today. Hilo Automotive. Do you remember Hilo? No. Yeah, it's, no. It was a, it, I think it was like green. Anyway, so this is a vintage can of Marvel Mist Royal. I, I swear by Marvel Mist Royal. I, this is good stuff. Also good to just, if you have a seized engine, to just pour that in there and let it sit for a while. I've had a good success rate with Marvel Mist Royal. So I just now promoted Marvel Mist Royal. I'm going to tell them they owe us money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anybody, else, that goes. anybody else there, Mr. Oil fan? I think Jim is. 
Jimmy Williams. But yep, another Chris. No, excuse me, Chad Rosa. Yeah. Marvel Mystery Oil was not on my list, so that was cool. <laughs> Uh, so I already balanced charge time. Do everybody stuck on CA? Is anybody buying any anything off of like eBay during this time? Are people now that you're at home and you've got your internet access and you're looking to buy stuff? You know, if I stuff's just not available. If stuff's not available through normal outlets. I you know, I wonder if people are selling stuff through eBay. I just bought something, a couple things off eBay. Like what? Um, what was it? I bought a couple things. I had to buy. A cable for my camcorder for I have a Sony hand cam. I'm missing the USB cable. It requires a special one. I picked one over those off. It just came in today. Uh, another thing I just ordered hasn't arrived yet. I forgot what it was. What did I order? Something for something. Something Ooh. for something. I totally blanked out what I ordered. Just last night, I think I ordered. <laughs> you were drunk. <laughs> drunk, ordering. <laughs> drunk ordering in my underwear. Uh, um, Let's see. Don't worry. It was no pressure. I my comment was I just wondered if people were were um, buying stuff yeah. through eBay just during this downtime to you know catch up on an old project or look for parts for a plane they're working on that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sure people have. I mean, it's uh, you know thank God for eBay. It's been still going. Uh, I think certain areas of the country may be hard for them to ship stuff very easily. I think San Francisco is basically in lockdown. I was looking through eBay and I saw something said location San Francisco. I was like, nah, I'm not going to order. That's pretty that sound. You know, I know it's probably going to be a big delay. So, uh, ah, I forgot what it was. Bugging me now. I forgot what I ordered. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I think I heard the same thing. Wasn't that guy uh, the um, Willie Niles saying he was getting a lot of business? Willie Nillies? Willie Nillies. Excuse me. Willie, the, Willie Niles. Yeah, the laser cut stuff. Yeah, I, I think, think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, a picture saying, hey, you know, since the the virus thing. We've seen an uptick in orders. Yeah, it makes sense. I personally don't need to buy any any kits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but I have been. Uh, I, I made some progress on my tank, which was nice. Yeah, mm. uh, uh, be quite Terry. Uh, and oh, that reminds me. Yeah, you were talking about my channel. I do plan. Terry knows knows about this. Lee, I, I'm going to do a live broadcast from my channel later today, or just afternoon or evening ish. Uh, okay. Uh, just as an experiment, since you know, can't go anywhere. Uh, my flying field has been closed, so I can't go flying this weekend. Uh, for, well, I can technically. Uh, we've had some offers from a couple of local clubs that our club members are guests, welcome guests, which is really nice. But since my club is on government property, it has been shut down. So, and the weather is supposed to be kind of meh this weekend. So, yeah, it's been raining here. <clears throat> All right. So, what's the topic for tonight? Uh, I don't know. What do we have? No, you. No, you on your video that you just talked about. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, it's just an experiment. So, I'm going to work on something in the workshop. Okay. <laughs> Watch <All right>. this. <laughs> <room. laughs> I'm, I'm going to tinker with one of my, my ducted fan. I'm going to do a. Uh, I'm going to change. I have one of those. Maybe making me spill all the guts. I hate you well, guys. Well, just, no. <laughs> it'll be a mystery. That's fine. Yeah, I want to just do a small project and <laughs> you can follow me along as I fumble through it. Okay. Uh, it's, just, so. it's just like this show. We're just going to yeah. start. Just, just say it works. Easily distracted. Oh, look over there. He's going to start another project. He'll wow. get to five projects tonight. <laughs> well, speaking of videos and speaking of a minute ago of Dubro. Lee, you have a new video. I do. For Dubro. 
I do. Do you want to talk about it? No, it's wrong. Wrong device. Where's my torch? Um, oh, yeah, even better though. Here, look. I got my little Dubro box. See all the parts I got. It says Dubro. Uh, I'm helping out with Dubro's 101 classes DIY little lessons. Terry, Terry has been doing some awesome videos. If you guys haven't checked out Dubro's, uh, what's the actual uh, name of the channel though? It's not just Dubro, Terry. Is it Pine Ridge? Is it Dubro? Uh, yeah, because they've got their archery stuff too. So I think it's all merged together. But, uh, you know what? Yeah. So let me pull that up while we're trying to do that. So I can just show everybody. But Dubro has these little one-on-one -on -one videos that Terry started out and he asked if I would like to do some videos with them. Dubro Pine Ridge is the exact one. And I'm pulling up the video right now. I don't know if you want to see my ugly mug, but we I'll already do. <laughs> do, do, do. Oh, is Jason Clay trolling me? Probably. <laughs> Hopefully. All right. So <laughs> ramble, ramble, short choke, squirrel, ramble, ramble. Uh, okay. He's Here's not wrong. <laughs> I'll be that way. There we go. So, uh, oh, Lee has. So go subscribe to the Dubro Pine Ridge YouTube channel. Subscribe and ring the bell. And this is a video I made for soldering Dubro Quick Links. I have a video that's already out there that I did a long, long time ago. It's funny because I'm watching. I watch it. I go, boy, that was in my old workshop <laughs> in the garage. Um, but it's a little tutorial on how to solder a Dubro Quick Link and. Um, I was asked to do a couple more. So in fact, I will stop sharing this video so I can show you all my next project, which is the Dubro Easy Bender. So, I got one. There you go. Ooh, there we go. So I'm going to do a little how-to on this and I don't have one. So part of the video is just going to be me going like a monkey, open it up and, and try to work it. So, uh, you know, it's nice. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't have mine here, but I, I'm a needle nose pliers guy, but it says it's easy and I like that. So, you know, these little old hands now who get a little bit of arthritis, anything that makes it easier for me to, to bend wires and, you know, do it accurately, that's a good thing for me. So I will be doing a video on that very soon. Yep. I think you're going to like it. It's a neat little tool. Yeah. And, and we also have some other stuff. All the push rods are up there, but we're going to do some stuff on push rods. But, um, you know, I use the swivel ball links. So I'll do something on that. And what he... What Dubro wants me to do is these long arm micro clevises. Can you see that? Oh, right. So we want to do something on that. And boy, that is a tiny connector, 0.047. That is like microplane size. But anyway, exactly. Whew, That's the whole point. It's not yeah. a bug, it's a feature. I don't know if I have anything that small. But anyway, there's your there's our segue into Dubro. Okay. <clears throat> so now we can segue out. That'll be fun. <laughs> Hey, but you know what? Fitz kind of got me thinking about something. You're doing it. You're going to do something on EDFs tonight. Is that what you yeah. said? All right. So I don't know if y'all can see back there, but that is my Electrofly L39. Where? It's a really good camo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't see it. Got it. So this is the L39, and I've already had this is actually Austin's. And as you can see, it's missing. Is that the one you got from Sparky? Yes. Okay. So I need to fill this hole. So I, I'm going to try to pull a Terry here. Terry was asking people for help to locate a stock setup for an apprentice so he could use it in that mambo behind his head. I I need to find or see if somebody has Electrofly fan setup that's in an old kit or something that I could fill this bad boy. 
The hyperflow? Yeah. You didn't ask me. I've got one. Well, then we're done. <laughs> I'm so glad I went on this live show. Well, with that you. was easy. Right. <laughs> I need you might be able to find one locally, but I've got uh, probably a couple of them. It, oh, you what? You got a couple? You hoarder? Yeah. <laughs> I've actually got the uh, two-in-one pod set up that they had for, I forget what that was called, but they had this trainer, EDF, and it had two different wings that you could get for the long wing and a short wing. And they had a, a pod that went from one fan to two side by side, brushed motors. Wow. Yeah. Well, then you're my, you're my dealer then. <laughs> well then thanks, Terry. But I, the first one is not free. Okay. <laughs> do I just ship, do I put shiner in some other kind of. <laughs> shiner <laughs> or salsa. <laughs> We're dying for good salsa here. I'm trying to figure out how I can hide shiner and ship it across state lines to get yeah. to you. In exchange for an EDF fan. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Well, actually, Austin will appreciate that. So, yes, I've been. It's just too. It's in bad shape, and I, it's just not workable. And I think I showed you a picture. Didn't I show you guys a picture of the magnet that is completely split apart? Mm, yeah. Ooh. So you don't just need a new motor. You need the whole fan unit. I need the whole fan unit. Yeah. Mm, I need everything. Okay. Please, pretty please. I was going to go and buy it online, but I was like, man, it's going to cost a lot of money. To buy that whole setup. Hey, uh, oh, I was looking at the comments and I thought uh, they were talking about a fan unit, but they're talking about other stuff. So well, yeah, yeah. let's take a let's take a break from us jabber drawing. Pull up, go look at some of the comments and see if y'all want to address something out there. A little pause uh, here. I'm gonna scroll through too. We're having a good conversation about top flight art uh, planes <laughs> between themselves. <laughs> <laughs> we're just here to talk to each other. We're not listening to you guys. <laughs> you guys are on mute. Whatever, as long as they're here. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate. It. Thanks everybody for joining us, and we very much appreciate you, your your time. Yeah, actually, it's a good conversation. They were talking about uh, <laughs> some top flight planes. So yeah, it's, a, it's a video of us staring at the comments. Right. It's quality <laughs> entertainment. Lee's talking. Well, yeah. I just went, while while you guys are looking or while Fitz is entertained by the comments, I've got four actually I got five planes on the workbench. Okay. I've got the Mambo that's sitting in the corner. But that'll be done as soon as I finish uh two planes here. Um I, the Spacewalker has been a project I've had for uh, a year. But I think is I'm that the Kyosho. Yes. Arf? Okay. It is not. It's an ARF without the instructions, and it's the original ARF that was glow, so okay. it's not made for electric. And so I'm gonna have to do some tweaking and come up with a fancy way to get that canopy off. But I can do it. And then I've got the L39, which I just need a new motor to help for Austin. And mm. then I've got the Run Builder B17 that I, you know, I've been working on on and off. I just need to finish painting it and then get the motors uh, running up and. I picked up new collet adapters for them, but I didn't pick up props yet. So anyway, but that B17 should be fun. And I can't show you right now because it's my special project, but I do have uh, something that the, the fellows have seen. And I'm just waiting right now for my Cali graphics to show up. But once I get those, I'm going to be, I'll be excited to share with you guys something that I've been working on. And we'll hopefully do that in the next live video. Your mystery know. plane escapes me. You, I sent you a picture of it a couple of days ago. Okay, I'm I'll give you to... it. It's green. Oh, that. Yeah. Okay. Now I remember. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty oh, cool. Oh, do you want to see the, uh, the the MIG I picked up yesterday? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> like the things you hear in our conversations. You want to see the MIG I picked up? <laughs> Excuse me while I look this, this out. MIG. So, oh, the alpha model. Yay. Yeah. So yeah, I walk into the local hobby shop and they, they, I saw this on the stand. I said, whoa, hello, what's this? And he goes, uh, so a gentleman had, was getting out of the hobby and dumped a bunch of stuff on consignment at the hobby store. And he said, uh, he, this is one of the things that I asked him a price when he told me the price, I was like, shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> so this is alpha MIG 15 alpha are really nice. Uh, they're, they're foamies, but they're, they're like, uh, almost like Depron really for me. Aren't they Czechoslovakian? So, yeah. I think they're Czech Republic. What? It, it is not Depron. Oh, it's something light. And it's very, but it's very brittle. Be careful. Yeah. There's not, they're not, they're meant to fly, not to crash. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> but I I've do got, have the Alpha Warbird, and it flies really nice. I've got, two, I've got two uh, Alpha models. I've got a my favorite, one of my favorites is the Corsair, which I still have. It's over there in the corner. You can't see it because I'm not on here, but my camera's not pointing that way. Uh, but I also have a P47. Oh, yeah? They both fly very well. Yeah. Yeah, I have the um, the, the Key 84 Japanese oh, sorry, airplane. Really nice. Yep. Definitely, they they suffer from hangar rash. Yeah, they're very delicate. Yeah, but you put really gloves on. Get some white. Get yourself a, a you know, basket of white gloves. <laughs> oh, this is neat. The uh, fuselage keys in. Yeah, I, see that. I think the real ones do that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, to access the engine. I just did it sideways. But feel yeah. how feel. I mean, you could feel that. That's really. It's like styrofoam, man. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty thin stuff. Oh, this is not too bad. But what was really nice, the best part. Oh, can I get it apart? Oh, that's it. It's stuck now. It's stuck. Ah, there we go. The the best part is it came with a motor Ooh. and brushless setup. Nice. Yeah. What motor so, is that? I have no idea. Now, <laughs> did they sell it's it that way, or did someone have the box? Was going to build it, and then they gave it to the store because I don't remember them coming with motors. I don't think they no, did either. No, they might have come with a fan unit because that's, uh, I believe, an alpha fan unit. But, well, it's, but it's carbon fiber. Did it come with the carbon fiber? No. See, what I'm thinking is yeah. it, this normally came from Hobby Express. Hobby Lobby, yeah. Hobby Lobby, Hobby Express, and I remember having to buy the motor because I had this blue outrunner for my Corsair, and I think I have the red outrunner for the um, the P47. And so they came separately, but I don't remember. Oh, so oh. I'm just thinking maybe someone had bought this kit and then Hobby Lobby, uh, they, they probably bought the motor too, and then they just put it in the box. Yeah, the high tech yeah. fives. It was servos. Yeah, so nice. yeah, but those are fifty. Are those fifty fives? Um, are they no brand? No, they're fifty fives. Yeah. Oh, see, nice. So that's what happened, Fitz. Someone bought that kit and yeah. bought all the parts for it, and they just stuck it in the box. So you, oh, you got a steal. Got you got a steal. Well, we don't know what he paid for it. Five bucks. No, more than that. <laughs> what a great deal, Fitz. It, but it was a super deal. And you know what's <laughs> funny? Because didn't I tell you I said high tech 50 HS 55s? Didn't I didn't I send you a text on that when you said you got that plane? That's all you need. Yeah. 55s are perfect for that plane. <laughs> Does it have the uh, fuel tanks? Uh good question. I don't so no, okay. It's it's an unboxing with gentle fit. Yeah, <laughs> I never had one of these. I had the Alpha A4, which was a fun model, used the same fan unit. But from what I understand, the MiG 15 would ROG from the fuel tanks. 
that had wing tanks and oh. ROG with that. Well, we could just do a belly launch or something. Belly. Yeah, maybe. You might get a lot of FOD doing it that way. It's got a... Huh. So it's got a little pull. Oh, you can't see that. Can you see... Oh, so there's servos in the fuselage? Not in the yeah, servos are in the fuselage, and the ailerons are some sort of um, uh, bell crank system, it looks like. or No, it's not even a bell it's crank. Like a flex rod. It's, yeah, flex rod. It's, the servo goes in sideways, and you use an easy link, and you push the rods through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but hey, it's, I didn't know it came with servos. I just saw the fan unit in the, in the price, and I said, yeah, I'll take it. And I realized, servo? Nice. So don't know when I'll get to it, but uh, hopefully I have it at least by desk. Man. Yeah, yeah, speaking of hoarders. Good pick, Fitz. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Hey, and, and you know what? Speaking of pick, which has been over a year, uh, hey, Terry, hmm? where's your Kyosho T33? Right there. In a box? Yep. Haven't touched it. Yeah. But we, it's been right an, here. We made an effort to get that thing for you. And I appreciate it. <laughs> So I haven't seen either one of you since then, right? Oh, except California, but that doesn't count. So neither of you have been here <laughs> since count? then. So, well, it's not like you could have delivered it then. Yeah. So it's on my list, I promise. <laughs> Jason's complaining that my B-17 went to... Of course it went together faster, but I got a lot more stuff I'm working on. So I, I'm looking forward to getting the B-17. And I'd like to get with Fit so we can fly them together. Yeah. And get some footage. You're still flying, Fitz. It's still flying. I, I may need to. I may need. It has a little bit of hanger rash to fix, but it's minor. Yeah. You know, I'm going through comments too, and I'm kind of catching up on the uh, top flight stuff. You know, the the whole i uh, dialogue has been top flights going away. You know that they're no more. But boy, I tell you, I wonder what the, the arfs or just I, I guess top flight in general. That's what I've heard. I heard top huh. flights are going to be around. So I can just imagine the prices on those kits on eBay are just going to skyrocket. They already have. Has anybody who's watching uh, done a price check on a top flight kit that they're looking at? I'm just curious. Makes me want to, you know, give extra love to my Corsair. Speaking of Corsair. Yeah, they were talking about it earlier. I think there's one or two still available on Tower, but uh, they're in short supply. <laughs> my, I'm going to follow up on my PSA. Don't do what Lee does. <laughs> this is not what it's supposed to do. Is that the Tigon? This is the Tigon, guys. <laughs> Tigon, it, take me away. This is, is Tigon. This I mean, is Tigon on ethanol. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tigon. It is just is amazing how it's supposed to be this look. <laughs> okay. It's supposed right. to be like this. <laughs> that should be your next 101 video. Yeah, don't. I mean, I mean, other people have already familiar with it. I just had no idea how bad ethanol is. <laughs> okay, this is me. Here's my little story. So I had just been doing all this research, and uh, I told the kids, I said, "Look, I'm going to dump all the gas that's in these tanks into my truck. We're going to go take all the cans over to Bucky's and get ethanol-free gas." So on our way out the door, we stopped by my coffee shop, and I know these people that say, "Hey, what you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm going to go get some ethanol gas," and then I just you know, I got started and I went on this rant about ethanol. And so like the next day or two, I came back to get my coffee and, and he goes, you know what? I just want you to know, I am now ethanol educated. <laughs> I like, he goes, I didn't realize, because after I talked to me, I guess he did some research too. He goes, I didn't, I didn't know how bad ethanol was either. <laughs> so it's like, you had, the talk. Word. You had to talk. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh man, <laughs> bend it into shapes. It just it it's crazy. It's I I just had no idea. It's like so having I, an invisible dog that you walk right the collar. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, and so speaking of, I did. I don't know if this is a. I, sorry, I wasn't ready to talk about it. I pulled the tank. These are all the lines from inside the tank and that go wrap around. This is actually the vent line. So this is not even a line that has ethanol in it, really. This is just like the overflow line. So it's stiff as a board. And um, I bought more Tigon, which I thought was the right size because, you know, we, we measured it. But like the Tigon I bought is too big, but just by a little bit, not a lot. So, I mean, compared to this stuff that's even smaller, you know, it would never go on. So I'm there was just no, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure if I just got a strange batch, if I didn't get a legit brand, but it, it doesn't fit on the tubings. Right. And so I've got to go visit another batch of Tigon. Uh-huh. This was, by the way, Fitz, this was the stuff you gave me. Where did you get yours? That was just, that was just a uh, hobby source. That was Dubro or something. Okay. Yeah. The stuff I had that's not fitting is the stuff I picked up at the swap meet. Uh it wasn't name brand. It was just, you know, they measured it and put it in bags. So, huh. All right. so uh, a lawnmower or something. Um, no, this. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It was in, it was just a, some guy, you know, had a hobby place. And so he, what is the black stuff? There's, is that, that's not Tygon. It's something different. Oh yeah. The, what the advice I got from uh, our buddy, Greg, uh, from Bayou city flyers was the, how is it? Echo echo makes a, an inline fuel filter. For like chainsaws and stuff, so he said buy this kit and replace your in uh, your fuel inline, right, uh, with this sucker, and it fits. But you got to have to come up with a better wrap. I don't want to use cable ties. I got to be careful and use a, the right wire size to tie it on. But he said that's what he recommends, and I, that makes sense because it's made for a, a tank that's you know for a lawnmower or something that's going to sit for a while. So I guess this black line is better. Yeah, we got a couple answers in the chat. It's called Viton. Viton. Okay, thanks. Go oh, look at people. Hey, thanks, guys. See, look, they're helping. They're educating me. So, yeah, the Viton is what I'm using for now for the inline, uh, the intake, excuse me. And then uh, I'll just go get some different uh, Tigon to do the rest. It's not a big deal. <clears throat> I don't fly this thing enough. But uh, so someone had mentioned going to get the gas from uh, the hardware stores, like the pre. I went ahead and got the pre mix, the 40 to 1 and the 50 to 1. And I'll keep those handy, but I'm using the ethanol free to replace all the fuel in my generators and stuff, which, by the way, was the problem with my Ryobi uh, generator, which was surging. So I rebuilt my Ryobi generator and put in ethanol free gas and it's running great now. Uh, Just, again, learning new stuff. So getting into gas, be careful out there. Don't use gas you get from the gas station. You use Sullivan Pro Flex line. Okay, now now I'm going to go for the good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I am. I'm going back to probably go to Randy's and see what they have prepackaged. I know that they have a spool of Tigon that they sell per the foot, but I'll see what's prepackaged and and maybe bring my fuel tank with me to make sure that fits those hoses. Hmm. So there, okay. PSA. <laughs> it's just <a> of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had somebody say use Sullivan Proflex. Yeah, I just yeah I saw that. So yeah. definitely, definitely learned something new, and I'm and I'm glad. I, I like that Corsair. So I'll, I'll tell you when I pulled those lines out and they were just hovering <laughs> mid tank. I was like, God, I mean, I saved a disaster. Cause I mean, you would have said to yourself, I just filled that tank. I couldn't be out of fuel. 
You know, that's how that's those are things you hear after a crash, right? Yeah, with that one low <laughs> inverted pass when burr. <laughs> but yeah, you you see, <laughs> you see the line in the tank like this. <laughs> you know, it's not going down. Oops. Anyway, I, hey, and for those of you who are thankfully giving us good advice, I'm just curious if you guys have run into this problem. Did you learn your lesson by having this the Tigon or stuff go bad on you, and then you had to learn it because. Anyway, QT sells non-gas. Okay. Well, uh, you didn't lose an airplane over it, right? I didn't, but I could have. Because that's when I, you know, I picked up the Corsair and shook it and went, there's something missing. <laughs> I don't hear it. <laughs> Is that part of your usual pre-flight routine? It, you know what? It's so funny you say that. It is. <laughs> when, when I picked up my uh, the solo strike, when I rebuilt the, uh, the Sato, and Fitz mm -hmm. was there. You know, the, the big solo strike with the Sato 45. You know, I'm, I was so proud to get that machine running again. And so every now and then I'd pick it up and just clink, 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 clink. And I know that the clunk <laughs> was working. I actually had many, many years ago, one of the clunks, the inlet metal piece come off. Okay. And so I heard it rattling and it rattled differently than normal. So that's why I, I think I do that just to make sure I can hear it moving with the, the tubing and not like rattling around loose. And so when you pick up the Corsair and, it's nothing happening. Yeah. So, yeah, if it's silly and it works, it's not silly. Is that what they say? Checklists are written in blood? Same kind of thing. All right. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, P3, I'm sorry, I don't know who this is, but he says use clear fuel tanks. The interesting part about my Corsair is that I, uh, because I decided to build it with the, the DLE 20 and I didn't want to push the car back, I was really restricted to the tank size. So I'm actually running a 10 ounce tank which is kind of small, but it's perfect for the flight time that I like. And I could not find a clear tank that fit that spot just right. So the tank I've got is like perfect, and but it's not clear. So I did look for a clear tank. I just couldn't find one. But thanks for pointing that out. That does that definitely is the added benefit of having a clear tank to actually see in there, see the mess you've got. <laughs> okay, enough about that. Anybody else want to chime in with something? Uh, I had a couple of miraculous saves last weekend oh the f-18 uh and another one oh <laughs> okay double header tell us more fits okay so um uh, uh might have to eat a little bit of crow you'll see why after i explain it uh so the f-18 uh, which i mentioned earlier on the other podcast is a review for upcoming model aviation the e-flight so, 80 millimeter 80 flight 80 millimeter <laughs> leah and i had some fun getting that thing photographed initially well it's uh, on our past podcast so if you if you're yeah, really, it, this is yeah. our last podcast <laughs> this this is burner. yeah <laughs> So anyway, the RC car, the F-18 car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so usually uh, Model Aviation likes videos to accompany their review articles. So we went out to my my own field to do some videoing. Uh, Jeff was out there with me. And uh, we had just completed two flights of doing videos, one with and without the tanks. That went just fine. And so I thought, well, I'll fly once more real quick to get some onboard video. I have a little tiny little camera I stick on the plane in various locations to get some nice dramatic shots of flying around. <coughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> uh, so I take off. It takes off fine. And it's not an RC car, Lee, on the, on the pay runway. It takes off just fine. <laughs> I've seen the video. <laughs> so I fly around. I, I do a few passes, do some aerobatics. And I set up. I, I flip the switch and set up land. I drop the gear and the flaps. And I notice 
it doesn't seem to be responding quite right. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is it, it almost? Well, yes. <laughs> it, it, it was going away. I'm like, why is it not? And I'm trying to put in opposite controls. And I pull up, and it basically does that. It goes <laughs> like this, down. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the, huh? And uh, just in a, in, a, in a spurt of inspiration, I flipped the AS3X to safe mode on it. And it leveled it out. Okay. And so the safe mode saved it from being a hunk of foam, but I didn't, it half saved it. It was still flying really weird. It was at least stabilized, but it was not handling right. Uh, and it felt a lot like one of the stabilators was not working. If you, the, the elevators in the back, throw full flying taps, yeah. not the ailerons, the elevators. Tailorons. Are they only elevators? Or they're only they elevator, one? but okay. if only one's working, they're... Hmm. Then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got you there. So yeah. So oh, even in safe mode, it took all I could to get it back around and set up for landing. And it was the weirdest thing. It, it's I'm like this thing is barely, I'm barely able to control it. And I noticed also that the nose gear, because at one point I think I raised the gear and the nose gear didn't come up. And so nose gear stuck down. But fortunately, I was able to lower everything back down. I didn't lower the flaps coming in. I was like, I'm going to keep the speed up. I can fly it. It's really hairy. And as I come in, uh, and well, I can Was tell, this the entire flight or just? Pretty much. I okay. pretty much used, I was flying for about a minute before all hell broke loose. And okay. I was probably up. I don't, I don't know how the battery stayed running because I was up for a long time wrestling this thing to get it back. Because at one point it got really far out. I can barely tell what it's doing. I'm thinking, I'm not getting this back. I'm not getting this back. I'm not getting this back. But like <laughs> Chuck Yeager says, fly it all the way to the crash. So the crash, yeah. fly Bob it to Hoover the crash. Said that, but yes. Who was it? Bob Hoover. Oh, Hoover. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, excuse me, Hoover. In the, yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, so I was able to do like shallow turns, all I could. It took a lot of holding full aileron and pulling full elevator to try to get this thing around. I finally get it into some sort of pattern. And uh, as i coming in to land, uh, again, I said, no flaps. I just want to keep the speed up. It, it did kind of veer off, and uh, I was able to get it down. It landed it. Well, you can always get it down. Well, <laughs> I thought on its wheels, a little bit of a rough landing, and it did roll off into the grass and, and, and uh, slightly buggered up the nose gear again. But it's, you know, cosmetic, basically, compared to what it could have happened. And I'm like, what the heck happened? And I walk up to the plane, and both elevators are just doing just fine. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm not going crazy. Something's happening. But fortunately, remember, I said I had a camera on it, right? The camera was facing backwards, and it could see all the control surfaces. So Damn. I was able to review the video on the camera and say, you know, what's going on? Yeah. And, and there's a couple of something was weird was going on. It's very subtle. Uh, there's one point it looks like I got a radio hit because I can see the surfaces are kind of, you know, suddenly they go. <laughs> 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 uh, but it, it's real hard to tell because when you're flying, the controls are not moving all that much. You know, just just kind of, you know. Well, you're going to have movement anyway with AS3X. Yeah, and it's going to be stabilizing and stuff. The 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 really I really could tell is when I was landing. When I was landing, I had to replay it a bunch of times, and I could see the tailorons are supposed to move together because they're on a Y connection. But as I was landing, you could see one tailoron was not quite moving. It was doing like this. It was kind of intermittent. It, it was kind of like my Timber X aileron the other day at Scoby. Uh, 
Remember, it was just, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> I can tell. The L rods were working fine. I'm talking about the elevators. I know, but I'm just saying they were both tied together, and you saw that one flipping out. But you can see, as I was kind of trying to flare it, you can see one L rod was going up, holding <laughs> it. God. No, no, on purpose because there was some it roll was coupling. It's yeah. fighting the, the the stuck elevator on one side, so you can see the AS3DX. The I know, but just, I'm just imagining the L rod going whoa. Oh uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so something weird happened. I don't know. It flew fine all the previous times, so, so I don't know what it is. My first guess is maybe the camera was causing some interference issues because it was right on top of the canopy near the receiver. Uh, so I might, you know, kind of, kind of take the flight again without the camera to see if it does anything weird. Because I think we need to see this video. I think Did you have see that than listen to us jabberjawing. Yeah, right. Did you have Wi-Fi enabled on the camera? I don't think it has Wi-Fi, which is a weird thing. Okay. So it could be something that's causing some um, – just because it doesn't have Wi-Fi doesn't mean it doesn't broadcast any RF. There's well, oscillators sure. and all kinds of weird stuff that can happen. Oh, so, yeah, it, it wouldn't take a spectrum analyzer really to take a look at it. But anyway, I was really happy to got it down because it was funny. After that, I get the, uh, an email from the editor and says, hey, can you take a picture of the battery tray? <laughs> like, oh man, you're lucky because there was no battery tray. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me brush the mud off of it and sure. All right. So, uh, the second save was not my plane, it was another club member's plane, and it was a jet. And this gentleman uh, was flying around. He has uh, one of those Vipers, E Flight Vipers, very nice EDF. Hmm. And he, had, he hasn't had it for very long. And uh, so he was flying around. He had kind of wanted me to help. help to give him some pointers on it, but I had gone off to do something else. I was flying those 049 helicopters, and so I was kind of walking back, and I see everybody looking at him and looking at the sky, like, what's going on? And I look up to try to see his plane, and his little teeny tiny dot kind of flying around, and they're kind of, I can hear them giving him pointers, like, no, turn left, turn right, pull back, pull up. Like, <laughs> eject, eject, eject. Yeah, <laughs> eject, eject, eject. Like, what the heck? So I run up to him, and as soon as I get next to him, he just shows me his transmitter. Goes here, take it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no, okay. And so I'm trying to control basically a pixel. You know those uh, uh, GoPro videos you see of people yeah, playing yeah, around yeah. Just pixel. That was real life. <laughs> and so, I'm like, okay, uh, it's an e-flight, so he's got it in safe mode, so it's not doing anything too drastic. But it's still, I don't know which way he's going. It's just sort of fly. It's just a moving pixel. I'm like, okay, well, let me try. Kind of going to see if move try a direction, see what it does, and it kind of goes in one direction. And I, I get to the point where all I need to know is it's coming towards me or going away, and nobody can can agree on which way it's going. So I'm like, okay, let me just pull in some right roll and see what it does. If it, if it rolls right, it's going away. If it rolls left ish, you know, it's going the other way. And so it rolls the it rolls um, uh, the other way. So, so I was like, coming oh, towards coming me. At me. yes. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to hold on. And I don't know how long he's been flying. I don't know how much battery power he has. So but he had I, altitude. Well, I have altitude. So mm -hmm. it, after a few moments of it coming at me, I'm like, okay, uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna come straight in. Give me gear. Give me flaps. You're kind of high. I'm just gonna drag it up and we're just gonna bring it in. And he's like, you sure? It's like just don't ask any questions. Just <laughs> do what I ask. <laughs> so it's like, okay, gear down, flaps down, um, and I just pointed the nose down and made a squeaker of a landing. Perfect. And he was real grateful that I was able to bring it back because he couldn't tell, see which way it was going or anything like that. So wow. I had two saves in two days on uh, 
and for a fellow clubber. So you, know, you asked me about who, who's club member plane I flew, then that was one of them. <laughs> so I didn't break the, the streak. We're going to have to. <laughs> your new nickname is Mayday. <laughs> did you wash? Did you wash your hands afterwards? Flying <laughs> <laughs> other people's airplanes—that's probably not uh, a good thing. Hey, plenty of hand sanitizer. <laughs> so I, I was real happy. He was happy, and I was happy. So we're all happy. <laughs> happy is good. So yeah. uh, we're at the hour mark here, guys. But I want to share uh, something with you guys. We posted this on our Facebook page, but for those of you who haven't seen it, we got mentioned. In Model Aviation Magazine, which is nice about RC podcasts. Yeah. So I have that right there. But I, I want to point out my favorite part where they describe. I haven't read it yet. So. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> well, I'm just, I'll, I'll give you this little inside insider information. But um, page 23, 24 were mentioned. This is a, the photo that you see here is a photo of us during our podcast in California's uh, AMA Expo. And uh, what I what I loved is that he wrote down that RC After Hours is a polished podcast, but he yeah. didn't mention that about our show. So I guess our show is very raw. Mm. <laughs> so if you well, they've been around longer, right? Raw podcast. <laughs> hey, I'd rather be raw and exciting. <laughs> and you know, kudos to RC After Hours. I mean, they're a good show. Just I just love how he wrote polished for them. And <laughs> and then there's these other three guys. These other guys here have a podcast. <laughs> so why were you standing in that photo? I don't know. Everybody else is sitting, and, it, and you're it's standing. weird because had, had he reached out to us, we had. People take photos of us before we started, remember? And I think yeah. again, uh, when, when we had the podcast and we released it, there's this great photo of the three of us and the table, right? And the, and the four guests, and they're smiling. And if you look at this photo, Red looks like he's being tortured. <laughs> oh, God. By you. Yeah, they're asking yeah, you. Questions. Yeah, look like you're an Inquisition yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, I, I, I teasingly <sighs> told the guys, I said, I, I'm probably yelling at him, saying, I'm out of here. <laughs> you never listen to me. Taking my ball and going home. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I'm kidding aside, though, we're really appreciative of the Model Aviation of, of coming up with that article and really showing the world about podcasting and that kind of stuff. I'm sure a lot of people just don't know about it. Yeah. And for those of you who didn't see the article, I just wanted to reach out to you guys mm -hmm. who are watching that, uh, you know, thank you so much for joining us in this little venture. We, we It all started when, you know, Fitz and I were driving to or from Weatherford, swap meet, and we called Terry and we got on the phone and said, let's just do it and of course we teasingly say how bad the first episode is it, it's very scary but it's it, you know what it's funny because it's, it's nice very unpolished it. it was very it was very very raw <laughs> we're, we're still working on polishing our act um but we love what we do we love this hobby and you know even if we didn't have uh, followers or something we would probably still do this just for fun to keep in touch with each other because uh you know we love this we, we love doing this hobby we become good friends because of because of it so you know, I uh, might be more accurate to say we've remained good friends despite it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know that in my FAA letter, I pointed out that, you know, talking about how much this hobby means to me, I would not be here with my buddies right now doing this show if it wasn't for this hobby. You know, that's it. You know, we have fun doing it. It's a, it's an innocent little hobby. <laughs> we never hurt anybody. Right. So, anyway, but thanks guys for tuning in and I hope we answered some of y'all's questions. Thanks for, uh, you know, uh, I think they answered more of ours than the other way around this time. <laughs> well, if you guys, uh, haven't 
you know, if you are not on Facebook, uh, at least email us, contact at rcroundtable.com. If you are on Facebook, send us a message or just respond to some of our posts. We would love to uh, interact with you if you have any questions, if you want to talk about a model or a kit. Uh, again, most of the time, stuff is just us randomly chatting with each other. Sometimes it's been a while since we talked, so a lot of it's new, <laughs> new and exciting. Like, I'll tell you, I was, I was real happy to see that Mambo. That's yeah. beautiful. That wing Isn't looks it? great. Have you flown it at night yet? At night? No, it's not outfitted that much. It's mostly flat black. And so the lights are just in front of that clear section. So it really only accentuate it, accentuates it in low light conditions. But mm. I don't think there's enough there to get orientation at night. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'm going to go that route. But, you know, it's, I haven't done a, a good night plane in a while. So may not do it for the Mambo, but it certainly is going to spark my interest to do it again on another kit. Maybe you know, a glider. I know I never picked up the, uh, the Radian, the night Radian. So right. maybe I take one of my, my glider kits and convert it. Night arrow toe. Night arrow toe. You got a light the line. Yeah. Night we arrow toe. Nice. Yeah. We could do it. Off the water. <laughs> or snow. Wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I had one quick thing I wanted to mention. Oh, okay. talk about. See, so, this happens. They hold you. The, each of us hold something for the very last minute. Deep thoughts. Okay, so I've talked about before. Sometimes I have thoughts at traffic lights. <laughs> right. So I, I had one leaving the field last weekend. Uh, so we're, of course, in the, <laughs> we're in the middle of this uh, coronavirus thing, and I'm thinking, you know, I hope it's what? the middle. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Hope it's not the. It's the beginning of the end, and not the be end of the beginning. Okay, go. So I think flying RC ball is probably one of the safest things you can do virus-wise. And, of course, I could be completely full of it, but here's what I was thinking. Number one, being outside, out in the sun, uh, ultraviolet light kills viruses, right? Also, sure. two, being out in the sun increases your vitamin D, which also improves your immune system, which helps staves off viruses. And then also, bonus round, we're talking about glow fuel. Oh, it's around. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is one of the prime ingredients of glow fuel? If for those nitro fuel. alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol kills viruses. A little bit for the engine. A little <laughs> bit for my hands. There you go. Yes. Yeah, so it's going to get on your hands no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <the> caster. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the oil. And, yes, and the caster helps lubricate your and, and moisturize. So, you know, granted, the alcohol, methyl alcohol is not, is kind of poisonous over long periods of time, but <laughs> we'll talk about that part. But so, uh, so it's probably one of the safest things you can do uh, outside. So don't be afraid. Go outside and fly. All right. That's my fly. traffic light thought. But not in California because you're told in California to stay in. Yeah, they're on lockdown. I was talking to my friend in California last night about that. The hunker down. Yeah. Jeez. The, the, like the sunniest state in the in the union. Oh, you can't go outside. <laughs> well, okay. to, to end this, I hope those of you who are stuck inside because of this virus scare, especially those of you who might be in California and you're forced to, uh, get some building on, share us some of your projects, post photos uh, on our Facebook page. We'd love to share them. I know that we'll be busy with our kits, so we'll tell you more about it. And as I said, we'll release this as a podcast, but we'll also release an upcoming uh podcast soon that has Tyler Dobbs talking about uh, the political action committee and some other aviation related news. So stay tuned. All right. Thanks everybody for joining us and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. -bye.
please visit our website at rcroundtable.com where you can send us comments and suggestions or listen to our other great podcasts. Where you will also find links to our iTunes and social media sites. Thanks for listening.